Good morning, truth. It's been a while since I brought to you an inspirational story, and I want to share one with you this morning. And it's entitled, Nothing Can Separate. From her bedroom window, Rebecca eyed the children playing in the snow enviously. How she longed to play with them. Now, Rebecca, she remembered her father telling her that morning, you cannot play in the snow today. Why not, father? Rebecca asked. Every day, the neighborhood children gathered at a park just behind Rebecca's house. Just trust me. It's not what's best for you today, her father replied. At that time, Rebecca had responded by kissing her father on the cheek and assuring him that she would stay inside and read. But now she was having second thoughts. It was such a beautiful day outside, she thought to herself. And it was true, the sun was shining brilliantly. Why wouldn't her father let her go out and play? This thought kept repeating over and over in her head. Why should she miss out on all the fun? And then a snowball exploded just outside her window and Rebecca decided she couldn't stand it anymore. She simply had to go and join the others. Leaving her book on the table, Rebecca slipped outside. She tried to tell herself she was having a good time, but all the while her heart felt just a tad bit uncomfortable. She kept looking this way and that way, fearful that her father might come and see her. After a few hours, Rebecca finally said her goodbyes and headed back towards the house. She wanted to be safely lodged in her room before her father came home. Intent on getting to her room as quickly as possible, Rebecca didn't see a mitten that someone had left on the stairs and she slipped on the mitten. The next thing she knew, she had fallen several stairs and to her horror, she noticed that she hit her father's favorite picture that sat on the shelf and a huge gash along the front of the pitcher was in the glass. Normally, Rebecca would have hurried immediately to her father and found him and, and let him see what she had done, but not this time. How could she face her father now? She had disobeyed him and ruined his favorite pitcher. Biting her lip to keep from crying, Rebecca grabbed the ruined pitcher and hobbled to her room. For the remainder of the day, she laid in agony. Her body ached from the bruises that were left on her from the fall, but her heart is what ached the worst. She felt certain that her father would no longer love her. She had messed up in the past, but surely this time she had gone too far. He would probably never speak to her again. How could he still love her? She sobbed uncontrollably in her pillow. She had always been close to her father. They had played and studied together. They laughed and cried together. But now she felt certain that all of those wonderful times were over. Who knows how long Rebecca would have laid there had not her nanny come in to check on her. Rebecca's nanny had a way about her 
in finding out exactly what was going on with her at any given time and was always able to offer solid and wise counsel. And today was no exception. Rebecca, dear, you've been up here rather quietly. What have you done wrong? And Rebecca began to explain to her what she had done. But you must not continue in your wrongness by sitting here insulting. You must go to your father with that broken pitcher in your hand and tell him everything. Oh no, but I can't. I'm not worthy of his love, Rebecca sobbed. Her nanny sighed patiently. You were no more worthy of it yesterday than you are today, child. Your father loves you because you're his daughter, not because of anything you do or don't do. Hasn't he told that to you every day since you were a little girl that I love you? Do you doubt his word? Do you really think his love is dependent on your actions and your reactions? Doubt his word. That was an angle Rebecca had never thought of before. Maybe she could go to her father. She thought, maybe I could go see him for I don't know. So she finally made up her mind, shaking and trembling with fear. Rebecca limped down the hall to the living room. She paused at the doorway and her father was sitting in his favorite chair, just like he did every evening. And he looked up when she entered and he smiled radiantly with a love illuminating in his face. Oh, you've come at last. I've been waiting. Come sit here on my lap. As he spoke, he opened his arms widely. Rebecca couldn't stand it. Oh, you don't understand, Father. You can't love me anymore. I've been terribly wicked. Rebecca held up the picture frame for her father to see. And he looked at her. He said, I know. I know, Rebecca, more than you think. I watched you go outside today. I watched you fall and hit the picture frame. I saw it all. You did? Rebecca was flabbergasted. But weren't you at work? Her father shook his head. I took the day off to spend some special time with you. That is why I told you not to go outside today and play. Ever since I saw you fall, I've been longing for you to come to me so I could bandage up those little wounds and help you. Won't you come now? Rebecca could hardly believe her ears. Her father had planned to spend the afternoon with her, just her, and she missed it. She missed it all. Oh, what foolishness, she thought. Yet her father knew it all and loved her anyway. Could it be? But father, how can you love me now? Rebecca said to him as he slowly bandaged her up. Rebecca's father smiled, a smile she would never forget. Rebecca, dear, I loved you before you were born. You are my daughter and I will always love you. Although sometimes your actions will result in consequences that you could have avoided. Nothing you can ever do 
will separate my love from you. Now, how's that feeling with the Band-Aid on it now? I want to remind you this morning that whatever mess you make, whatever you allow to trip you up, will not separate you from the love of God. God doesn't count how many times we fall or fail. He's more concerned with how and if we get up. And if we embrace the wisdom that comes with our mistakes. God's ultimate desire is that we bring to him our bruises because he is not only our father, he is the ultimate healer. In Romans 8, 35 through 37, it reads, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword? And the scripture goes on to say, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. Come on, PDA, play that pajam praise groove for me. Can I get y'all to make some crazy praise noise in here? Come on, come on, come on. Now, Byron, I want you to do this like this. Listen. We lift our voice to bless you. We lift our hands to reach you. We lift our hearts to love you. Holy is your wonder. We present our bodies a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto you. We love you. Put your hands together like this. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, we lift up. We lift our voice to bless you. We lift our hands. We lift our hands to reach we lift, you. We lift our hearts to love you. Holy is your wonder. We present our bodies. Living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto you.
lift our voice to bless you. We lift our hands to reach you. We lift our hearts to love you. Holy is your wonder. We present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. We love 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 you. you. We love you. Yeah. I expect yeah. a harvest. Yeah. I expect yeah. a 